Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week, night, everything thus far. Um, the Jets play on Thursday this week, so tomorrow, recording this on Wednesday evening as always. Um, some stuff to go over as we're pretty late in the season, week 17. Um, it goes by so quick, um, even though week one does feel like it was, you know, a trillion years ago, it still goes by super quick. I mean, the season, like, literally in the snap of a finger, um, the season's over, right? So it's it, it comes and goes, um, and the Jets are sitting at 6-9 and nine out of the playoff picture completely, mathematically. Um, and they had the Browns coming up, right? Former teammate Joe Flacco, former teammate Elijah Moore come to uh, – actually, we go to town um, in Cleveland uh, to face the Browns. It'll be – an interesting game, I guess, to say the least. Joe Flacco has been playing really well uh, for Cleveland. Obviously, a great offensive line over there. He's had the time to do his thing. Um, Joe Cool, Joe Flacco still throws one of the best deep balls, in my opinion, in the league. And Aaron Rodgers actually echoed that sentiment on the Pat McAfee show. He actually said um, that Flacco does throw um, one of the prettiest footballs that he's ever seen as well. I mean, you know, Joe is... He's a good QB, right? I mean, he's elite. He Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. Um, obviously a little older now. Obviously um, way past his prime um, in terms of the 2012 Super Bowl that he won. But um, in terms of a QB, you know, it's not the worst guy to have running your team, right? I mean, in terms of, you know, commanding the offense, he seems to have it really down in Cleveland. Uh, I know he has the targets of Amari Cooper, David Njoku. Um, he has guys to throw to, right, that are that are open um, a lot of the time against defenses, and the Jets have a tall task in stopping those two. Um, Mari Cooper, I know, was listed questionable, but I think he's expected to play with that heel injury, um, and Joku's obviously good to go there. Um, the Browns offensive line, you know, features, you know, the likes of Wyatt Teller, um, who's a very good guard, one of the best guards in the NFL. Um, their line is just... It's really cohesive and it's really dense, and I feel like the Browns are really good at, you know, um, kind of just working as a unit overall on that offensive line. They've had a good offensive line since Baker Mayfield, you know, went over there, right? It, it almost feels like, uh, actually, maybe not. I think they went 0-16 that one year. Maybe maybe, maybe the year after that, they started building that O-line to, uh, to make it, you know, one of the most elite offensive lines in the NFL next to the Cowboys, Eagles. Um, those kind of teams, but the Browns are good. They're ten and five. Um, you're going into this matchup thinking, okay, where is their weak spot, right? Where where can they just expose this team? Um, on offense, the Jets are, I don't know, kind of crap out of luck. I feel like the Browns' defense is one of the more um, elite units in the NFL as a whole. Um, it you know boasts the likes of Miles Garrett, um, Denzel Ward. Uh, I think they picked up Zedarius Smith. They have uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Um, they have players, right? They they have guys on the defensive side of the football on the Browns who are um, explosive, who could, you know, get after the quarterback, uh, definitely. So you have to keep an eye on Miles Garrett, who is going to be lining up either, you know, across Mekhi Becton or Carter Warren, it looks like, is going to start at right tackle. It's going to be a big uh, challenge for Warren. Um, similar to Max Mitchell, when the Jets played the Browns last year, I thought Mitchell held up actually really well. Um, and he held Miles Garrett, you know, reasonably well uh, throughout the game, right? He, he didn't give up any game-breaking sacks as the Jets actually ended up winning that game. Uh, if you remember last year, the epic thriller uh, in the final two minutes of the game, the Jets obviously 
uh, with the long touchdown from Flacco to Davis, um, the wild uh, onside kick to recover. Um, shout out Will Parks, still one of my favorite Jets, even though he was here for about a year. Um, and then Flacco to Garrett Wilson, which kind of you know put Wilson on the map. I would say that Browns game um, that was Wilson's breakout performance, I believe. Um, you know, he had over 100 yards, a TD, two TDs actually. Yeah, that was um, that was quite the showing for Garrett and uh, and the squad there. So, um, really exciting, honestly. Uh, in terms of team comparison, um, quarterbacks, not so much. Trevor Simeon, um, Joe Flacco. I mean, it's kind of uh, you know, old-fashioned versus the old-fashioned. Not always a bad thing, right? I mean, you could have classics that come out of older quarterbacks uh, battling each other on Thursday night, but this time I wouldn't get hopes up too much. Um, as you know, the Jets are six and nine, not not much to play for other than pride and spoiler. So you know, you, you go out there to win the game, obviously. And that's another thing I wanted to touch on this episode: just the you know sheer panic of dropping in the draft pick rankings and not being able to secure a top four pick. You know, I get it. I think the Jets Jets fans obviously are, you know, impatient, right? I, just like me. I'm I'm ready to just end the season here, you know, hopefully, you know, get a top five pick, right? And secure yourself with Joe Walt, a Marvin Harrison Jr., um, a guy who can change this franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. Um, but the Jets sit at number nine um, in the draft rankings uh, as of today, Wednesday, December 27th. Um, does that change tomorrow night uh, for the good or the worse? Uh, who knows, right? I mean, the Jets are in a spot where they could play spoiler, right? I, I definitely wouldn't look past the Jets if I'm the Browns at all. I feel like this team is actually the the least likely you would like to look past is they have, you know, a very good defense. Um, Brees Hall is a freak. He, he put up 191 yards from scrimmage last week against... The Falcons, uh, not the Falcons, sorry about that. Um, the Washington Commanders. Um, we will touch a bit on that Commanders game, but I did want to preview the Browns game a little more as it's tomorrow, not Sunday. So, um, But overall, yeah, I mean, the Jets are on a team you just want to look past and say, okay, this is an easy win. Um, it's not, right? I mean, it's a team that, um, you know, ha- has fought in many games. They've been able to sort of take advantage of teams deficiencies um, on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. And I think they're, they're in a spot where they could really, um, you know, attack the Browns, especially, you know, on the defensive side of the football, try to force a few turnovers and, uh, you know, make the Browns play from behind. That's the entire goal, right? I mean, if the Jets offense can get up, then the defense can take advantage of uh, the Browns trying to throw the ball more and, uh, you know, things like that, you know, natural football, Natural football IQ would tell you uh, to to uh, to make sure the Jets uh, get up in this one to, to try to win the game there. But um, overall, that's a bit of a preview on the on the Browns game. Uh, about seven minutes on what to look for, um, you know, what to expect. I guess heading into this one, um, some small news out of Jets land today as well. The Jets placed twi- uh, tight um, tackle Dwayne Brown on IR, um, injured reserve uh, for the rest of the season, so he's done. Um, tough break for Dwayne. I know he was coming back from a shoulder surgery from the off season, 38 years old. Um, he's a free agent after this year and I doubt the Jets resign him. So who knows? It might be caught a career for Dwayne Brown, who is as close to a, you know, hall of fame tackles. I think there is right. Dwayne Brown had a very good career. Um, I wouldn't put it past you, right? I wouldn't put it past him to, um, you know, kind of sneak into the hall of fame at one point in his, uh, 
his his life here. So um, shout out to Dwayne Brown. You know, he, he was an honorable Jet. Um, didn't play many games, but, you know, a guy who, um, you know, showed up to the games even if he wasn't playing and things of that nature. So he, he, he seemed to be a cool teammate. So shout out to Dwayne there. With that said, um, you know, the, the rest of the Jets, um, you know, injury report and, and signings, tight end Zach Koontz, uh to the active roster. Um, he's been kind of just stashed on the practice squad, I believe, for the most of the season here. So he's going to be elevated. And kicker Austin Seibert, um, they signed to the practice squad with Greg Zerline questionable here with a, uh, I believe it's a quad uh, injury there. So um, we'll see how that goes. But um yeah, I, it's just another game for the Jets, right? It's a game they're going into the Thursday night. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet on the call um, on Amazon Prime at 8.15 p.m. Should be an interesting one. Um, and just to recap a bit of that Commanders game as well, I just wanted to say, um, you know, I didn't want to dive too deep into it because it was pretty embarrassing, uh, the third and fourth quarter. But, um, you know, they tried, right? The Jets tried to um, blow them out. Uh, it was 27 to seven, uh, in the second quarter and they came out of halftime flat. It is what it is, right? Brees Hall's an alien and he scored, you know, two touchdowns, um, on the backs of the offensive line, right? I thought the offensive line actually played pretty well. Uh, Carter Warren, Jake Hansen, shout out Jake Hansen, who, who kind of just slid in there. Um, seems like off the practice squad and has been doing a decent job. Um, but yeah, it seems like the Jets are in a spot where they could play spoiler against the Browns, and that that'll help. A Brees Hall masterclass will definitely help in playing spoiler um, against one of the better teams in the NFL. So, um, yeah, I mean, with that said, that's about ten minutes of preview and recap. Um, Pro Bowl votes are due. I think they're actually overdue. I think they closed due to fan voting uh, for the fan voting. So I think uh, those should be getting announced in the coming weeks. Um, Sauce Gardner, you know, Quincy Williams, you want to see guys make it again. Sauce Gardner, you know, another bid for all pro definitely this year. Quinn Williams, uh, hopefully he could sneak into the pro bowl there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they, there are a couple of guys on this team who I think definitely deserve it. Uh, DJ Reed, uh, I hope it gets a pro bowl nod. Michael Carter, the second should get an all pro nod. Um, that guy has been, you know, elite, elite. And I just added an all, uh, an all pro slots, slot spot. Um, to the AP all pro voting. So hopefully that's uh hopefully, hopefully Michael Carter uh, kind of makes his way into that slot there. I, I think he's uh he's definitely a good candidate for, uh, for all pro this year as well. So um, with that said, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. Actually not much, you know, huge news from this past week. Uh, I hope everyone had a great holiday. Merry Christmas. Um, and, you know, just celebrating with family and friends. That, that's most important. So um, with that said, I hope you guys have, a great rest of the week uh, recording this on a Wednesday. As always, the game is tomorrow, and I will see you guys hopefully for another Victory Wednesday.